welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on notlg.com episode 237 we're going to talk about how everything in professional wrestling is terrible and we're also going to talk about aew dynamite we're going to take some questions from facebook but before we get to all that my name is john and joining me as she does every time we talk about terrible things is the Frankie Kazarian to my Christopher Daniels, Marianne. Hello. That's a good. That was a good one. I was hoping you would uh, put me as Frankie Kazarian because I'm the hair and you're the bald one. Yes, I am the bald one. That is <laughs> that is how everyone knows Christopher Daniels, not for anything else. Uh, and also, also joining us is to round out SCU. The Scorpio Sky of our group. Welcome in, Jaren. Jaren, hello. Hello. How's it going? It is going good. It is going well. I will say right now, Jaren and I both have our webcams on, so I can see his facial expression every time we talk. And I cannot see anybody because I record their audio from my phone. I will say, though, I don't know Christopher Daniels as a bald one. I only know him as Curry. There you go. That's better. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Curry, man. Insane. How's everybody doing? It's been two weeks since we recorded, but, you know. Uh, everything is terrible. I, I feel like we have not emphasized that enough. This is like the longest week ever. And I feel like the week before was also equally as long. I think we it's been a, a full like wrestling year since we've recorded last. Yeah, about. I mean, we um, a lot more people have been outed as being pieces of shit. Chikara I was real is upset no more. This yeah. yeah. Oh, did you watch the, the, the video that Quackenbush did? No, I refuse to watch it. Yeah, it's, I'm not. Because it's just going to be pretentious and terrible. What were you going to say, Jaren? Uh, yeah, the Chikara thing blew my mind. I was, because I've watched Chikara since I was like a freshman, freshman in high school. So yeah. it's a big part of re- like the reason why like I got back into wrestling. So I was just like, oh, this is this is very weird. Yeah, it was but one of the very, things that hooked me on wrestling to begin with. It yeah, very much needed to happen though. So yeah, the whole thing. I, I had known for a while that the atmosphere was not good because I am friends with uh, Kevin who I'm not going to unmask at the moment. And he left Chikara for one of those reasons, because it was like a toxic environment. And the same thing with Gavin loudspeaker and the same thing with uh, Tim Dance. They, they didn't like the atmosphere, what it had become. And I spoke to my friend George about this and he was saying, he's like, yeah, do you remember when Shakara came back? And the reason why I had to go in the first place is because he cheated on his wife with Saturine, like, and other people. (laughs) But also, allegedly. Yeah, we have to say allegedly before everything. Uh, I learned that from the art of wrestling. Yeah, it's, it's. Just, just everything that people are saying about Mike Quackenbush, um, like especially like women and stuff. Everything they're saying is stuff I already knew because I had this in-depth conversation with Kevin about it, and he was like, he won't approach anyone about anything. He emails and he's passive aggressive and won't answer your questions or anything. 
And then I read that tweet about Lindsay Dorado, who basically confirmed that as well. And I was like, I always hated Quackenbush. And John, this is why when I saw him wrestle live in New Orleans, I was I did not care. And you were like, why? It was Quackenbush. And I was like, because he's shitty. Yeah, I mean, we've 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 heard the stories and I've heard them from you that the working environment, Chikara, um, wasn't great. But it's cult like is the way I was told before, too. And, but we we never really knew the extent of what was going on uh, until now, I feel. Like, you know, it, it can be a shitty, like, working environment, and he can be, you know, the, the guy who's in charge who wants everything done his way, but this is just, like, on Especially a whole other level. Especially when you take safety and, don't pu- and put your story... And wrestling above a wrestler's safety is ridiculous. The whole Lindsay Dorado thing. Yeah. He was like upset that the paramedics were there. He's like, don't unmask him. I was like, dude, he's having a seizure. Fuck off. You know, like, what is up with that? Like, yeah, it's crazy shit. Yeah. And he, he's just been known to like write people off and just be like really upset. And like they disappear and you don't hear anything about it. And I'm like, why are they not speaking up? But then again, he had like this huge feud with DJ Hyde. Spoiler alert. Also a piece of shit. But, you know, it's like now I just want to hear it keeps the list keeps getting longer and longer. And I'm like upset about it. I almost put on my Travis Banks shirt this morning because I was like, I love this shirt. And then I realized I can't throw it away. It's, my, it's the best fitting shirt I have, and I'm so upset. I'm gonna do just a bonfire of all my Joey Ryan shirts, and yeah, just, man. I don't know, just summertime bonfire, just burn all my Joey Ryan shirts, just because I'm lucky that I don't have a lot of shirts for people that have been accused. I just have the Joey Ryan one and the Travis Banks one. My brother stole my Jimmy Havoc shirt, so. <laughs> well, good, I guess. Yeah, well, well, good. I never even got to wear it, but I mean, it just it. I just want to hear about the good things. And I had mentioned before we started recording about Jonathan Gresham, John Pingle guy, and uh, he's, his fi- girlfriend. he's fine. Everyone, they're they're fine. I mean, fingers crossed. That my, would be the end my of my favorites. Life. My favorites are still fine. My favorites are still fine. Um, Jonathan Gresham and his girlfriend, Jordan Grace. Um, they were oh, so great. There was a homeless man, or they figured he was homeless that was always hanging out in the lobby of their apartment. And uh, she would give him food sometimes, like bring him dinner and stuff. And then Jonathan started talking to him and they found out his backstory. I guess he had like, uh, he used to be a car salesman. Then he lost his job. And because he lost his job, his marriage fell apart. And then he lost his house and then he became homeless. And so they started raising money through like uh, autographs and other things to help this guy. And they raised like, what was it? Like 2,500 bucks. Yeah. Well, the thing was, he he lost his job because of, of COVID. COVID. And uh, in the midst of that, if you didn't, you know, lose your job right away and sign up for unemployment, you had to, like, wait forever. I heard it. It was just like a shit show. Yeah, Nia just got hers. (laughs) She's going back to work. I know. She just uh, got hers. I know a lot of people are being able to apply for, like, partial unemployment right now, too. And, like, they're getting instant approved. They're they're just giving them, like, a five-question questionnaire now. Oh, I, yeah, I will say when I because my unemployment ended in February and I had to re up for it and it, they just pushed me on through. Usually that, you know, you have a phone call with them. Yeah, uh, they just pushed me on through. And there was actually one week or when, I, you know, you have to like verify. Did you work? Did you do this? All this stuff. 
There was one week I didn't even get. They didn't even send me the questionnaire. They were just like, fuck it, give him the money. Like, they didn't even <laughs> send it to me. It was so weird. Like, I, I just had money in my account one day, and I went, they didn't even send me my verification stuff. Yeah, we had, when this first started, my parents were like, you should file for this. And I was like, I have a job. And they're like, but you don't know if you're going to keep it. And I was like, first of all, I'm the only one in my office with my job title. They'll fucking fall apart if they don't have me. I'm fine. You know, but they were telling Josh, um, you should probably do this. You should probably do this. I don't know if he ever did, but I mean, he still comes over and has dinner with us on Friday. So I guess he's fine. So he's, but He's still alive at least. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean. He makes that one meal a week stretch. Yeah. I don't know because my mom would never let that happen. She would feed him more often than she feeds me, you know? Wow. So, no, that's not even, that's just, she wouldn't even deny it. Um, (laughs) 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 But yeah, it's just, everything's shitty and it's just nice to hear like good things that happen. Um, I am in the process of finding a picture of like, like a collage of cartoon sharks to paste over my page the Joey Ryan chapter in Ryan Nemeth's book. Oh my God. Which I gave, I gave that, I, yeah. I gave you the signed copy to you. It's yes. such a funny book. It's so funny. If you guys have not read it, it's called, uh, I have it right here. Hard body, how to be one by Ryan Nemeth, the superior Nemeth brother. Absolutely. 100%. Um, he, is, he is incredible, but, uh, he has a Joey Ryan chapter and I'm totally pasting over it. Probably just doubling it with like another copy of the Trent chapter, which is really good. But um, or the Brody Lee one, which is also good. But, you know, it's just nice to hear good things. If you guys have good wrestling stories, let us know so we don't start to hate everything. Because for a while I was like, I have nothing left to make me happy. Fucking J.K. Rowling fucking ruined everything, you know, and then fucking (laughs) J.J. Abrams destroyed everything before the year even started with the last Star Wars movie. So I was like, everything is ruined for me. Ben Solo is dead. JK Rowling is wow. transphobic and then this shit happened. What do I have left? You can the always boys. The Backstreet Boys are all I have left. Peter just... Jackson hasn't done anything terrible in a while, so that's true. And they're also they're also doing a call for strange looking people to be orcs in the new show. So strange yeah. looking people. I will say have um, you seen this post? It's like people that have like burn like burn victims and weird looking people or people with weird scars that they want as orcs. No, I haven't seen that. That's weird. I have a yeah. scar. I have this like a little chicken pox scar in the middle of my chest that I call my third nipple. So I wonder if they'll cast me. Oh, maybe. Possibly. <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> um, I will say it's like right in the middle too. It's pretty funny. I will say <laughs> if if you uh just just watch Japanese wrestling. That hasn't really done us. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I I'm did I did fine. hear about that. Chris Brooks is in Japan right now, right? Yeah, he's. I think he's wrestling for DDT. I think. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's he's a he's a stellar person. I'm glad he hasn't been ruined for me, and I figured he wouldn't be because he's really close with Millie McKenzie. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. They're really good friends, and so it's like you know, just I who started this whole thing? Do we know? Um, the League of Ex Girlfriends Belonging to David Starr. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> what was that one? What was that one tweet? Oh, by or like it was from a uh, Matthew of Botchamania, or it was like, uh, oh, he actually did it. He created. He created a, a union. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where it all started. The David Starr. Uh, this stuff. is like the exact opposite plot of uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yes, Instead of evil exes. Basically, it's amazing exes who band together to <laughs> out this Somebody- piece of shit. 
I think it was uh, formerly known as Bel Generico said, how long do I have to wait before I can put really good at Twitter in my bio? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, what? But she got seriously fucked over by him. So yeah, I just love how uh, Daniel Matheson is like all for all of these things. And I was like, yeah, but you're friends with and still like like work with Brandon Stroud. So you can fuck that, off. Uh, she I don't think she she is does not work with him anymore. Also, he was. I'm very sure fired. Um, I mean, he should have been forever ago. I, we we I have know. very publicly, <laughs> I need to tell you this. When I tweeted that you and I have very publicly been anti-Stroud since the beginning, do you know who liked my tweet? Cole Cabana. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, also, I, I guess we can now just verify that Lance Archer was always right to bully Brandon Stroud, and he probably should have just beat the shit out of him. Lance Archer, who looks like like a cyberpunk pirate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that man looks like he like walked out of a Mad Max movie. Yes. A Mad Max movie where he looks like a he looks like a fucking Final Fantasy character. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Him he reminds me, he reminds me of tactic. Reno from Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> All right. Shall we uh shall we talk about AEW Dynamite, you guys? Oh um, for sure. Or yeah. uh, can we can we like uh, do a quick little segment talking good stuff about wrestlers real quick though? Yes, absolutely. You have, do you have something? Oh uh, yeah, I do. Uh, so right when all the COVID stuff started, um, Chris Dickinson was putting out a sales oh, for, for for these really cool uh, red and white uh, trucker caps, and I bought one, but it never got sent to me. So he like. Hooks it up with a free T-shirt, and he's like, "Next time I'm in uh, California, let me know, and I'll give you a free shirt at the show." Oh, great! Never happened, yeah, it never happened because oh no shows, but whatever, dude, it was great. I was like, "Oh man, like he's always quick to talk, like just shoot shoot the shit real quick on uh, Instagram." So he's a cool and dude. Yeah, Chris Dickinson. Yeah, he's really vocal about this now too. This yeah, whole thing. That was another. You, thing. Like, yeah. Uh, he had like a quick little. Uh, let shit on Loki post too, so that was pretty great. Too. Yes, absolutely. Any anytime anyone shits on Loki, it's just the greatest thing ever. Because it's well deserved. But I mean, yeah, Chris Dickinson is amazing, and I feel like he's he's kind of underappreciated. Um, oh, he I, I completely agree I with feel, that. He I, definitely so is. So, like all the stuff he had planned for Mania weekend, I was like, oh, this is going to be yeah. the year. Everyone's going to like take notice of it because he's wrestling. He was going to wrestle Minoru Suzuki. Yep. Oh. Murder at, Grandpa. At, at Bloodsport, and I was like, this is the only event I care about this weekend. I don't, nobody can tell me this isn't going to be a banger. And then Joey Janelle Spring Break announced, what was it? That's Orange another Cass- good person, too. Orange, Orange Cassidy versus uh, Menorah Suzuki. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is great. I love it. And then now we're never going to see those. Joey Janelle is another person who's been really vocal about this as well. Yeah. And I do have uh, what probably one of the absolute best people that I know, just like an amazing person, um, uh, George, or he went by, or he's trash man, basically. But he can verify, he's like, honest to God, one of the best people I know. I speak to him on the phone at least three or four times a week. Oh, wow. When I get a chance to answer. he call, He's the only person that ever really calls me, you know, just like to talk about random stuff. And so he is, he is my person that I go to, other than Dan Barry, wearing a Dan Barry shirt right now. Um, where I'm like, is this person a for real piece of shit? And so, and he's really close with Joey Janela. So Joey Janela like confirmed not a piece of shit. Also, Nick Gage confirmed not a piece of shit. 
I mean, so, yes. Um, and that's why, that's why I was so upset when uh, Danny Havoc died because I always wanted to meet him because I heard such wonderful fucking things about him. Yeah. Constantly. And George had said, because George has a, a degree in English and he actually wrote an entire paper on Danny Havoc, but oh, he didn't wow. keep it. Yeah, he didn't keep it. And so he has a friend that's trying to hack into his old email from school so he can get that out. Because he was like, <laughs> I think his parents would really like to see this. Because Danny Havoc, like, helped him write it. Right. So he's just, like, super intelligent and super nice. And I'm just, like, really bummed about that. But George is, like, my go-to where I'm like, is this person shitty or not? Is um is George his wrestling name as well? Oh, it's George Gatton. Yeah, I'm, I'm on his yeah, but he, right he's, he doesn't really wrestle anymore. I can see that. But he, I mean, he, but he is honestly like uh, an amazing person, like such an amazing person. Like it's, it's, I, yeah, my mom loves him. Jaron, you would like him because he always is, uh, he's a Seinfeld person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Already, already a winner in my book. Yeah. And he, I think he has shoes that are golden girls shoes. Um, pretty yeah. close. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a, he's good people. He's good people. But that's how that's, it's, it's nice to hear about these people like Ryan Nemeth really speaking out about this. And he always has been like super vocal about this stuff. Uh, he used to live with Joey Ryan too. Um, and just all of, and he's just like gone overboard with it. He's been doing a lot of stuff for, um, pride month with, um, shitty Dolph Ziggler, mm-hmm. which is like, still, I will say superior Nemeth. But I just hearing about all these good people like Chris Dickinson, definitely. I always got the vibe that he was just like really cool. But you hear like like weird things where people are like eh, Nick Gage. And I'm like, dude, I hear he's just fucking stellar. Like, sure, he makes really questionable choices still and breaks the law still. But he's like really nice and super passionate about what he does, which I think is like insane and totally unexpected but yeah mike quackenbush is a piece of shit though <laughs> we like what, the, the what a period that been, on that sentence no <laughs> sorry because i was just thinking thinking about random like uh people that have been leaving chikara and then i started thinking about all the people that have been blacklisted from chikara and now i want to know why they got blacklisted from chikara moxley <laughs> moxley and ricochet both got blacklisted ricochet for using uh, Quackenbush's finishing move on him, on somebody. Amazing, the Quacken driver. So good. You mean so Helios? Good. Yes, Helios. Yes, and then obviously the whole thing with Dave Chris. And I was like, why is everybody just now finding out that Dave Chris is a piece of shit? Yeah. And God. I spoke to George about this, and George was like, the thing with Dave Chris is he was so manipulative that he would treat everyone like that, and you couldn't tell if it was a shoot or a work. Oh, and we know so. Now. Yeah, well, we know now, you know, and he was like, yeah, he would just be weird with everyone. And so nobody knew whether or not he was just genuinely shitty or if it was a shoot, like a psychological thing. And somebody said it on uh, Twitter, I think. And I think, uh, well, Brazilian Chris like hopped on him and I wanted to be like, I think that's not what he meant because I totally understand what he's saying. But I did message uh, Chuck Taylor and I was like, look, I really want to thank you for that time that you stood in between me and Dave Christ to keep him away from me. And he's like, yeah, I'm a sweetheart. And I'm like, yeah, you're also fucking egotistical. So whatever. And and then I also messaged David from PWG. And I said, look, like, thank you so much for taking care of all the women there. He is fucking good people. David is amazing. And we've said this before. So, cause he takes yes. care of us. If we go up and we say this person's making me uncomfortable, he'll pull them aside and be like, you need yeah, to back. He did that. Off. He did that with, um, Carly. 
yeah dude yeah that, i was with, like this person's making he was like with what the nazi where? yeah the nazi yes, and he was like you need to you need to back off or i'm blacklisting you yeah, like straight up the crazy the nazi but yeah it's just the good people so i want to hear about the good things i'm not trying to be ignorant about what's going on but it kind of helps like psychologically when you're like okay not everyone is garbage yes absolutely so and then you're just looking for negative shit if you're just like, that's fake, that's for publicity reasons, that's this and this. I'm like, just let your brain think that it's real. You know, just give yourself something other than being looking at the negative about everything. So right. who knows? But also, um, the other that's the that's the other thing that I have to cling to that's not shitty is drag race. So Hey man, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I haven't watched All Stars yet. Um because I have a feeling I'm well, I'm the thing like working on the shows, it, it's like I want to watch them, but I have a feeling I'm going to be watching it for work for some reason soon. Oh, so, so you want to get paid while you do it? Yeah, I don't. I, well, yes. And I don't want to have to watch it like to like I already watched this. I'd, I want to watch it fresh so I can, uh, you know make sure i'm noting everything i i need i need to get your opinions like immediately i think it's the first episode the lip sync assassin for the first episode it's like one of my favorite lip syncs of all time so i know i know you're gonna text me and be like what the fuck was that shit so i'm real excited about that so uh, i'm excited for your, everyone to watch uh canada's drag race because because it's very good that's what you've been working on yeah it's very yes good. yes it's like yeah, you're gonna love it it's really good I'm super excited. But anyways, this is a wrestling podcast and I don't want Jaron to fall asleep and I have to watch him slowly fall asleep while he's doing this. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I've, had I've had caffeine today. I'm. You? Why did you have a Mountain Dew? I, uh, he did. I'm still, si I'm still sipping on a Mountain Dew, zero sugar. And Do you remember? Like four cold brews this morning. Do you? Four. Okay, so yeah, dude. Four? I it. Have you had... <laughs> Have you shit yourself yet? No, not yet. <laughs> I, you, I, I had a poop that felt like it was coming out sideways, but oh no! That, <laughs> oh no! Other other than that, been pretty good. Jaren and I tried to order from 7-Eleven. We did a uh, DoorDash once to the hotel room from 7-Eleven, and they gave us the wrong Mountain Dew. We like ordered Code Red, and we're so Dude, pissed that, Honestly, I that is. I'm not even joking. That is the fucking worst. <laughs> yeah, there have been. I, I, there have been I had, had sugar, and I was like, I really want a code red. And when I opened the bag, I was like, This is the fucking worst thing. <laughs> yeah, was, it was. It was my 911. Oh wow! Wow, never forget. I'll never forget. But then we spent the evening watching Big Trouble in Little China through the lens of a Snapchat filters <laughs> so uh, i still have those they're pretty good so do i they're really I need, they're really I need good to print them out i want to frame them My they're God. really good so <laughs> speaking of of things in wrestling that are great we opened up aew dynamite with a shot of chuck taylor and trent dressed as lumberjacks you just made the list fully being the damian sandals of aew uh did you see they Somebody, get, Colt Cabana gave them that idea, apparently. Of course he did. <laughs> and, like, I, it was brilliant. I loved it. That was a lot it of fun. It looked great. Yeah. Also, I don't think I've ever seen Dustin in, like, actually, you know what? I have. In, like, long sleeve anything. He has to cut the sleeves off of everything, like the fucking redneck that he is. 
So it's like, but they looked so good, especially Greg. I mean, sorry, Trent. I have to really stop like name dropping regular things, but Trent looked so good. They looked, just, they both I, looked great. My and my though, my favorite part was Chuck trying not to laugh as he was trying to look menacing as a lumberjack. He literally spent that entire match with his hands on his suspenders. <laughs> great. And he was like pulling them away. I was like, what the f- are you doing? My question is, who the fuck was that guy who looked like Jungle Boy ringside? I have he no was idea. Like a, he was like he's tall a, Jungle a, Boy with no shirt. He's a, a jobber on Dark. He wrestled. Who did he wrestle? He wrestled uh, Lance Archer this week. Oh. Um, I kept thinking it was Jungle Boy, and I'm like, wait, no, this fucker is huge. I don't. And then Jungle Boy's like next to him. Yeah, I was. I was really confused. Too. I was like, what the fuck is this guy? And I like watched Dark yesterday, and I was like, oh, that's who that was. He's like the. His name is like the Ivy League MVP, but he didn't actually go to an Ivy League school. So Taz, <laughs> so Taz just shits on him on commentary for not going to. He's like, he didn't go to Dartmouth. <laughs> he didn't go to Harvard. Amazing. What a gimmick! What a gimmick indeed. Oh boy. So we open the reason we had lumberjacks is because we had Wardlow versus. I hate that. I hate that name so much. Wardlow. Wardlow. We had Wardlow versus Luchasaurus, and this was a, a bona fide hoss match. Uh, oh, my it was god! Full blown hoss. Wardlow is agile as fuck, though. Yes. There was, that he. He will be a bona fide star within like two years. Oh, absolutely. I don't even that, yeah, maybe maybe less, honestly. The second they cut the MJ uh MJF leash off of him, he's gonna be Oh yeah. A real a real good top contender. Absolutely. Um I, I thought this match was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, it's a gimmick match, so we get the lumberjacks beating the shit out of everybody and also They the, barely did that though. The lumberjacks getting how how hilarious was random Brandon Cutler just like on the stage trying to beat up Wardlow? I was like, you're trying to get your TV time. What the fuck is happening? And the little, little baby Marco comes out of nowhere. Oh my God. He tossed him <laughs> so uh, high. Like 20 <laughs> feet in the fucking air. <laughs> I, I, I was watching it at work and I wanted to cry. I was like, oh my God. I needed that laugh so hard right now. Oh my God. Yeah. Was... He, he launched him. He launched him. It was it was crazy, but then it then it got like that. Okay, so the angle that that camera took when Luchasaurus roundhouse kicked Wardlow in the face was amazing. Yes, I had to rewind it. I was like, "Holy shit, that was bonkers!" Yeah, and then he went and defied physics with the with the shooting star press. Yeah, this. Yeah, physics was like not in the building. Absolutely insane. Was out there somewhere like hell. They- they wrestled like creator wrestlers that you would see like online. You're like, uh, yes. this guy's like seven feet tall and sh- shooting a dude, a shooting star press. That makes oh no sense. Oh my God. It was, yeah, I was, I was like, this is the best. I love wrestling. Luch- Luchasaurus is so like, so good. And I just, I think my favorite thing when he was officially over with me is when he was like, yo, I have like a master's in medieval history. Oh, yes. And I was like, this guy, <laughs> this guy, shoot has a fucking degree (laughs) in medieval history like the nerdiest subject you could have a degree in that's amazing to imagine he was going to be a member of the wyatt family at one point yeah god damn which is crazy to think about actually wasn't he in it like the very very first one and then he got released 
I don't think he actually ever wrestled as a member. I think he was in like in the vignettes, but uh, never yeah. actually wrestled as a full blown member of the Whites. Man, oh man. Um, yeah, this match was pretty crazy. The Jungle Boy spear on MJF was perfectly done. Uh, I mean, we've seen uh, Big E do that, and every time he does it, I just don't want him to die. Um, but it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, I think Wardlow should needs a different finisher. I think the especially calling it the F10. I dig it. Like, well, because I I saw him do it the first time he did it on Dark, and it looked pretty nasty. But uh, last couple times since it's been like kind of not not as hard. Yeah. I don't know. I just think calling it the F10, it's just like one of those. And I, truthfully, I don't know if he called it that before, but or if if this is a new name for AEW, but I'm just kind of over all of the little pot shots that AEW takes at WWE. It's just, I'm like, all right, we get it. It's gotten petty where it's, it's to the point where it's like, dude, WWE is already kind of shooting themselves in the foot. Let's not. They're, they're pretty much victory laps at this point. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a it's a thing. Yeah. But so I could talk hours about Britt Baker's Pope Mobile. <laughs> right? This is Pope Mobile Britt Baker is like peak Britt Baker. <laughs> every time I think uh, I'm like they can't do anything more with Britt Baker, like she's a complete character, they bring out a freaking Pope Mobile with a a man wearing a bandana as her security. Uh, wearing a role model shirt. Yes. And I was like, John, I want to get you one. Oh, my God. She's, Britt Baker. I think Chris Chris Jericho is giving her notes. He's like, just do what I did in the 90s, kid. Like, you're going to oh, be good. absolutely. This is her uh, his security man, her security guard. Was it like Rufus? Rufus, yeah. Or yeah. the Jericho-holic ninja. Yeah. That was great. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this is a it's just a lot of fun. I love the note passing. I think that's really funny. Uh I also love that Tony's been taken off uh BFF hi- hiatus, which is good for him. And then up next we had um I did have a local talent until we named her, but I don't even know if we really needed to give her name on television. We had Red Velvet taking on Hikaru Shida and uh this was a one and done Falcon Arrow the deed is done. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a the Hukarashita bat, like not very good knee, and then the Falcon Arrow. And I, was like, <laughs> I uh, hate that knee, dude. It's the most. Uh, uh, it looks like a. She's just shoving them with her knee. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I get it. Look, she's it's, a safe I, worker. Okay. So my thing is, she always comes out like. Not only do I not understand that entrance video, I don't think anybody does. She comes out looking like she's about to trip over her entrance gear. Like, it always looks like it's swallowing her. She doesn't wear it all the way to the ring, and she's always carrying it like it's, like, a burden. <laughs> Maybe it is and her I burden. Was, I, it's, gorgeous. it's gorgeous. Her her look isn't being properly utilized because she's not wearing it very far. I'm like, if you're going to struggle all the way out to the ring, like, wearing that, just don't. But that being said, you know my feelings about Hukaru Shido being um, boring, but I am all about this fucking blindly angry Karushita. She done decked the fuck out of Kip's. That was amazing. Oh I, my god! I also love that Kip sold it. Like he didn't even realize that one of the pieces of his glasses was missing until uh, I'd say about three minutes after. It was great. 
And then he was all English pissy about it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I feel um, like he's being very underutilized right now. I guess pretty great. He, you know, I uh, will talk about somebody else. I feel like who is very underutilized in a minute here, but yeah, Kip for sure. It sucks too, because we, you know, we mentioned at the top of the show, all the people that are being outed for being horrible fucking people. And his tag team partner that he was having a nice little run with was that one he, of them. They apparently, they apparently live with each other too. Like how could yeah. you not know about this shit? Another thing that I don't understand. And we all know, like, this is going back to the beginning. We all know I'm not a fan of Kimberly. Right. Oh, God. Not a fan. I hate her. <laughs> I think she's attention grabbing. I think she's trailer trash. I just think she's just, I think she's just trashy. Um, her behavior during when she was signed, just all of this. She comes out and says all of those things. And she does, like, her own speaking out thing. And I'm like, yeah, you married somebody who's really good friends with Dave Christ. How do you not, like know about that shit and not say like i don't i don't understand how you could you could associate yourself with somebody like that and then still think that you could do that especially since like her story was just like she just got shit faced and all these things i was like yeah but you weren't like i'm not like trying to downplay her shit but i just think she's attention grabbing and terrible so but i don't understand how she could marry somebody who is that close with somebody who is clearly a shithead um i well, like it's also like the thing with like uh, Can uh, Candice LeRae who like yeah told everyone she didn't know, and but like she's not the only person to come out and say, "Hey guys, I did not know that my one of my closest friends is a fucking predator." Yeah, I mean maybe oh God, we're, we're circling back to this. Maybe they just hide it well from from some, certain people, or that the or that those people just aren't as close as you think they are. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, and I think like with predators like that, they have to be really good at hiding it because a lot of them are cheating on their significant others that they're married to. Right. You know? And if you know somebody that's like that and you know that they're behaving that way, you need to out them. And I did this when I was younger. There was a guy that was hitting on me that I knew he had a girlfriend and I fucking told her he's hitting on me. Damn. Like I, I threw him under the bus. I was like, no, <laughs> No, like it's just it's it's if you know some you're just as like, come on, come on. You need to come on, people. But whatever. I mean, you're just as much as at fault if you're like letting that shit happen. So. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, we had a, a horrible press conference after this. Which I did not watch. I didn't watch it. I, I started it out and I went, okay, this is for sure a press conference. At least it's different than, you know, a contract signing in the middle of the fucking ring. Yeah. Jake Hager's wife can't even, like, splash a cup of water convincingly on Cody. My God. My God. That's another shithead right there. So, yeah. Yes, absolutely. What was his whole thing? Because I, I saw his name be brought up a bunch, but I was like, uh. I think he's, he's, is he transphobic? He, he's just um a conservative piece of shit. Yeah, he's for sure. A, <laughs> okay. Yeah, one of those he's, dudes. He's for sure his uh, We the People gimmick. Oh, yeah, he's for sure the We the People gimmick. Absolutely. He became that gimmick. It's all he had. So, Marianne, I'm very confused because I'm looking at our notes here. And how are there no notes on the insane Sunny Kiss Joey Janela vignette where they're just beating the shit out of random dudes at a gas station? Oh, because I saw it already. Oh, okay. 
because I had seen it ahead of time and it wasn't even, and the vision, the version that they showed on TV wasn't even the full version. Oh yeah. Well, the, the Joe, the Joey Janela, uh, vignette. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I stepped away for a second. All good. All good. Yeah. How great was that? I love, I absolutely loved it. I'm so glad that Sonny Kiss is getting more air on this. Yeah. Talk about the best butt in wrestling. And that's after that is, freaking that is, Catch Wheeler. That is confirmed. You just Catch Wheeler got a nice butt. So, um, <laughs> Sunny Kiss is the other person I was talking about. That is, I think somebody mentioned this is his first match on Dynamite, and I went, "That makes." I think it was Jim Ross. I went, "That makes absolutely no sense because uh, Sunny Kiss, super underutilized, uh, should be on TV every week." Holy crap! This match pretty much showcased his Has a abilities. beautiful moonsault. Oh my god! Yes, um, but I'm I'm down for Janelle and Sunny Kiss. What's what are people calling their bad romance? I don't even know. That's great. Um, that is a fun. I match. loved that match. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. My my first note though is that Colt comes out in that rainbow fun stripe, like that fruit stripe gum, is what you said. He looked. He literally looked like a candy wrapper. <laughs> He he, he looked yeah he it it was a it was a candy wrapper but uh, my mom also loves Colt that's her favorite wrestling name she adores nice. him um he yeah this this match was a lot of fun um did you see it was during like the split I think it was during yeah it was a it was like a split screen moment where uh, Sunny Kiss did a handspring into an axe kick. Yes. It, Onto Cabana in, in the, the corner. corner. Yeah. I've never seen that before. It was so cool. Very crazy. It was such a cool move. But Ugh. yeah, Sunny Kiss, definitely. The 450 uh, was super cool. There's just a lot of good stuff going on in this match. Um, I will say, we talked about uh, gear not matching up. Um, but I will say, I don't know how, but Brody Lee's singlet matched up the front of it matched up with his pant, the pants design, his pajama bottoms. Yes. I don't know That's how, but how, how ins- did you notice that Marianne, that there's like a no, triangle I didn't because I was too distracted by the fact that he was literally wearing gym jams. All right. Well, I, I think, I think they're supposed to look like Vincent man's like gray slacks. Oh my God. I hope that so. needs to stop. I hope so. Because <laughs> because that's the whole that's the whole Brody Lee gimmick right now, right? Yeah. Is that he's just a parody of Vince. If he was a parody of Vince, he would be trying to recruit people that are massive and are clearly on steroids, like Brian Cage. Wow. That's why he uh, that's why he recruited ten, right? Yeah, that's why I recruited ten. But Vince McMahon like fired Colt Cabana. Why is that a thing? I don't know. I don't. No, know. He, fi- he fired Scotty Goldman. Yes. He doesn't know anyone's shoot names. No. <laughs> so uh, Brody pushes Colt out of the way, and he also lets Colt get the pinfall. Um, so Colt and Brody are one and zero as a tag team. Very interesting. I uh, think that Brody freaking fucking like boot kicked like what I will call a daunt kicked Sonny in the face, and it was fucking brutal. Oh. Yeah, it was it was great. The end of that, yeah, he lets him get the pin, and Cole Cabana's like, like, comically happy about it. I was like, have more faith in yourself, bro. He doesn't. That's why he's going to join the Dark Order. Oh, God. They make him change his outfit. 
<laughs> he he like his outfit just turns into like a like a dark chocolate Milky Way bar. Like <laughs> <laughs> nice. I I don't know I don't know what's going on. But then Lance Archer comes out of nowhere and is full on wailing on Sunny Kiss like hate crimes are going out of style and like it was just everybody died. Everybody died, and now we're gonna get uh, Janella versus Lance Archer at at Fighter Fest. Is that a dog whining in the background? No, he's squeaking his he's squeaking his ball. He loves that little ball. Yeah. Little 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 guy. Uh, up next, I apologize. The listeners are like, "What is happening? Somebody's dying in the background." Yeah, a small rubber animal. Keeps okay. him occupied. He stopped. He's good. Nope, nope, he's back. He's like, I want it again. Uh, Up next, we had SCU versus uh, FTR, and this match was very good. I am here for Frankie Kazarian with hair. Um, I love how the entrance for uh, FTR was literally driving to the ring from Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, my God. I was like, they're going to keep this, aren't they? They're going to keep the car thing. God damn it. And then I noticed Chuck at ringside in a tank top with a dog on it, which is very on brand. Um, you just made the is, is that his new dog? Is that new pup? He has a new pup. I thought he did. Well, his other Frank, his other dog died. Yeah, but I, he's always had Walter. Walter he's oh, had for a couple of years. Oh, okay. Um, his shitty little like like Pomeranian. No, it's it's like a mixture of two different really expensive dogs, and mm. I was like, you know, his girlfriend got that and. Because he would never. Um, I don't think he would ever. Even though he was like all of his dogs growing up were like Yorkies. But um, what isn't good, though, about this match being, I mean, it was very good, was I noticed that Cash Wheeler has a fucking basic ass Japanese writing tattoo. Jeremy and I both know that's not a good thing. Oh, no. Um, because you never know what it really means. You think it means one thing and then it's just like... He's like, I think he means flowing river. And it's like, no, that's water pot, dog. <laughs> that's a water pot. Water pot. <laughs> oh, God. But um, my thing is, uh, we need to pause for a second. Did you fast forward through the... Did you have this pre-recorded or did you watch it live? I watched this match live. Okay. So did you note... Was there the Geico commercial that played during the commercial break? I, I don't recall. So there's this Geico commercial that's being an airing uh, during uh, during commercial breaks where it's a couple that just moved into an HOA. And let me tell oh, you. Oh, yes, yes. If you have seen this commercial. I have. That shit is no joke. I, I work with HOAs in case y'all didn't know. I cannot express how accurate that commercial is with board members. My mom and I were like so shook by it because it's exactly like there literally is a board member that we know of that has gotten in trouble for peeking over people's fences and having us write violation letters. Like it's the shit is no joke. It's such an accurate commercial, but um, going back to the wrestling, um, you were rather excited about uh, Dax. Oh my goodness. He hit the slingshot suplex in the middle of the match. I was very excited about. I love that move and it's not done enough. It was, ugh, it was so great. So great um yeah this this match was just uh was just great i really enjoyed it uh and i with loved the- that that quick that quick catch into a slam by cash wheeler looked amazing yes um, i loved it ended with the good night express very good and then post match uh ftr get on the mic and they're just uh 
running people down. I believe they call they said Jungle Boy and your dumbass dinosaur. Um, Good shit. And they then, had a, why do they why they gotta list all the tag teams but best friends? Like I don't know. if I don't get my FTR best friends match, I'm gonna be mad because Chuck fully told me that he would like only I was like, how much would I have to pay you to kiss Cash Wheeler in a match? And he was like one dollar. One whole dollar. One whole dollar. I don't think that I would be able to handle seeing a match with them My together. God. Just the, the hotness level would be off the charts. I wouldn't be able to fucking handle it. But anyways. Um, so uh, Butcher and the Blade are in a car because why not? Everyone's in a fucking car on a dynamite, apparently. I think I mean, they, they stole FDR's They stole the car. car. Yeah. But to me, it's like everybody gets a car. It's like when you're in the live audience at Oprah. But... I didn't know that the blade can talk or was allowed to talk. I didn't know either one of them were allowed to talk, well, but here yeah, we are. They, they, they lost their mouthpiece, so they played rock, paper, scissors. Winner had got oh, the mouthpiece. Oh, yes, yes. Fair. And I think they didn't trust Andy to not put over his band on the mic. Um, but Which he should always Pentagon, put Yeah, I know, right? Pentagon and uh, Phoenix come out, and I was like, yo, do you remember Death Triangle? Oh, Oh, COVID. Thanks for all the memories. Uh, and then I remembered uh, Trent doing that thing where he was like, yo, there's already a group that's a circle. You can't do that. You can't. There's too many shapes. Think of another name. Too many shapes, indeed. Um, but yeah, it looks like we're going to get FTR and the Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros and the Butcher and the Blade. Uh, that's pretty exciting. And I'm glad that Lucha Bros are back because, fuck, man, this, this tag team division is so stacked. It's ridiculous. I yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, it like the hodgepodge teams like Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. Like, even they're great yes. together. Except for the only team that sucks is the one that QT Marshall's on. Um, <laughs> or my high school gym teacher, which is what fucking Chuck Taylor called him. Oh, my God. Speaking of Chuck Taylor, we had a, <laughs> we had a best friend's hangman omega vignette and it was literally the greatest thing of all time i watched this at least four times it was so funny my first thing is uh jim ross gets a toot for that fucking hawaiian shirt oh. it was top-notch material i loved it here we go uh it goes into them like saying something and then like greg or excuse me trent trent is like yeah we're best friends and and Dustin goes, yeah, we're best friends in the least convincing voice ever. <laughs> but like and then and then just saying we've been through so much together. And then Greg was like, like, like what? Like and, what? Like, oh. and he doesn't say anything. Just, it was just the delivery of all of those was it was just so well put together and so genuine, especially in the part of best friends, because that's exactly how they talk. Yeah, like, that's what they're like. Like, yeah. that's them. And it was just so funny to watch. And I don't know about you guys, but was anyone else memorized, like mesmerized by Chuck Taylor's freckles, or was it just me? It you just made you. the list. It, it was, was rhetorical. Just, it was of course, it was just me. Uh, he's got freckles and one dimple, and he's just the cutest. But Hangman Adam Page, I don't remember. Like, we've talked about this before. Remember when we were like, he's just a guy, and then all of a sudden he just became the greatest? Yes. We have to find the pinpoint when it was. We I did. think it was when he. It was when he the, took the. Yeah. He, it was when he took the beer jug from out of frame and just chugged it. Yes. Like the full pint, like, <laughs> and we were like, "Oh wait, this is great!" But he was so funny in this segment. 
He was so funny. Just at the end, he was like, still going to whoop their asses, but they're good. Yeah. It was just like really well put together. And I didn't even want to watch the rest of the show because it was like peak entertainment. I was like, I could just end it right here and be like not angry at wrestling for like an hour or so before reality hits me again. <laughs> uh after that, we had Brian Cage versus a local talent, and it was exactly what you thought it would be. Um, big old powerbomb, drill claw, and that's about it. I will say Lauren during this match said, I hate this guy's shoulders so much about Brian Cage. <laughs> <laughs> what what a body part to hate on somebody. It was very weird. Like I, I, I laughed very hard. I hate this guy's shoulders so much. Uh, There's a lot to not like about Brian Cage. I obviously didn't watch that match because I don't feel like I need to watch a Brian Cage match for the rest of my life because I've seen him wrestle so many times. Well, you have to watch him wrestle John Moxley, though. Oh, fuck. Can I just if, blank if out half the oh, If that's still happening. If that's still happening. Because we forgot to mention it also in the news that everyone in World Wrestling Entertainment <laughs> has COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, and the big Rona hit hard in Florida. The Rona hit hard, and you know why Renee it hit Young hard? has it. Which you know means... why it hit hard? Because who the fuck were all those people in the crowd, and why were none of them wearing masks? Because WWE's fucking stupid. No, it, at AEW, I was like, oh, fucking Florida. Oh, uh, um, they test well because they legitimately test everyone. At yeah, AEW. AEW's so legitimate. That's a bad example. No, the yeah. bad example is set by WWE, who. Their testing was like, oh, you don't have a temperature. Come on in. Because Vince McMahon is best friends with fucking Trump. Right. No, I think Vince I think Vince thinks he's best friends with Trump. And Trump's just like, who's this guy again? Yeah. yeah. Donor he's, guy? Cool. Donor guy. <sighs> thanks. Um, so Taz gets on the mic at the end of the match. And he's like, where's my... It was great. I love Taz. And just uh, having Taz... Uh, call Moxley sitting at home a bullshit excuse was great. I l fucking love this. It was great. Good stuff. Uh, we then had Cabana and Brody Lee backstage talking about they were in a meat locker. Yes. Waiting for their food. Um, and <laughs> for fighter fest, it's going to be SCU versus Brody Cabana and Stu Grayson. Uh, Cabana didn't seem too thrilled about fighting his friends. So we'll see what happens come Fighter Fest. Uh, we had more from Britt Baker. Uh, she got garbage poured on her, and it was funny. And that's all I got on <laughs> I like how she keeps changing the hours of how long she was in uh, the yes. dumpster last Yeah, night. nine hours. No, you were in there for like 30 minutes. Yes, it's great. That <laughs> is That is fun. Um, we had Santana versus Broken Matt Hardy. I thought it was fine. It wasn't anything really to write home about. I, I would say that it was a handicap match, but Matt Hardy has like 12 personalities. So maybe not. Maybe not. Do you think, do you think Mary, when he changes personalities, his power goes back up? Like maybe. he's yeah, looking dude. Pokemon in a duel? No, dude. He's Sensui from Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> That was a reference that, like, nobody but maybe Chris got. <laughs> dude, can we... Dude, Tagoro? Tagoro is full-on Vince McMahon guy. Oh, for sure. Younger he's Tagoro? Getting, he's, getting, he's getting a push the second he sees him. <laughs> yeah, dude. Vince McMahon's gonna be, like, like trying to get cartoons now. Yo. Good shit. Anyways. 
<laughs> that was a uh, an anime tangent. Uh, I mean, our our main event was uh, Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho facing off, um, in which Chris Jericho called Orange Cassidy the "Why did the chicken cross the road?" joke of pro wrestling, <laughs> which I thought was very clever, um, but not true because Orange Cassidy is great. Um, two bullshits in one show, huh? They're allowed to say one shit per hour, apparently. That's one of the things. That's one of the things that I learned from the the tremendously awkward podcast. Is Excalibur is like, yeah, we're only allowed to say certain words like within an hour. Amazing. Yeah, I I, I think bullshit falls under falls under the rule that you can say it more than you can just say shit because it's it's the same thing with like asshole. You can't say asshole, but you can say ass. Huh. I think you can say hole in the ass too on TV and it's okay. Hole of, like, yeah. hole of the ass. The hole of the ass, which is what Matt Hardy called Chris Jericho. Yes. Um, but I, yeah, it's apparently you're only allowed to say it like once per hour. And then I was like, wait a second. They let fucking like Trent say the F word. They bleeped it out, but they still won't let Chuck Taylor say shit on TV. I think he's gonna go the rest of his career without being allowed th- to cuss on TV. I th- no, I think I think they're gonna win the tag titles, and like he's gonna say it, and they're gonna cut to another segment. Oh my god! That <laughs> he's gonna take so the microphone, funny. and that's the first thing he says. Just yeah. shit. <laughs> that would be great. Um, Orange has the mic. He doesn't do anything with it. Uh, he ends up. I was real upset about that. He ends up um, unloading on Chris Jericho. Jericho takes off his sunglasses and breaks them in half. They start going at it. They're they're on the outside. He tells him, if you do that shin kick thing to me, I'll knock your teeth in, and then yeah. he fucking does it. Um, it was pretty nuts to like it, just to just to think about Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho beating the shit out of each other is just very not just, not just that they're the main event segment. Yes, I was, I was just weirded main out. Main event Orange Cassidy is. I'm all about it. Yeah. It's the greatest thing. Um, I still couldn't get past the fact that like Chuck Taylor had a match with Chris Jericho. Like that yes. was weird to me. Yeah. Especially like we've been watching them for years and then I'm like, what is happening? This is so weird. Like that they finally, like I still can't get over it that they finally like made it. Yeah. It's I'm nuts. still in that bubble where I'm like this. I can't believe this is a real thing. It's nuts. Like it's, it's insane, but that's like, like I loved it. Um, Jericho hits Cassidy with the, uh, the jib, the little, uh, yeah. The, yeah. And then looks through it and dude, I don't think Jim has ever bled so much in his entire life. Straight like up. little Jim. Yeah. Little Jim. Big Jim. I can't tell if they have like a mafia thing going towards that where it's like, an, like, Oh, he starts out little, but then now he's big. No, no. Like their nicknames are always like the opposite of what they actually are. Oh, um, you know, it's like a Sopranos thing, right? But right, right. um, I and then he Superman punches the shit out of him. Yeah, he falls. Angry the Orange Cassidy is hot as fuck. Uh, I love him. That was your cue to hit the button. You just made the list. He was. He was. Excuse me. This is a joke for uh. Actually, you know what? Both of you would get it. He was hot property. Oh, uh, Orange Cassidy. Uh, My God, what a hot property <laughs> indeed. And that's, what a hot property. That's how we end dynamite. My my thing though is, uh, imagine if Roman Reigns was as popular as Orange Cassidy. How dare you, Roman, Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns is Reigns the big dog of the World Wrestling Federation. Also, does a Superman punch. 
Yeah, he does. But are they and on also, the same level? Also, uh, also do doing uh, Superman punches at home and just watching as uh, WWE burns to the ground. Uh, oh, good shit. Same with him and Sammy. You just called each other and were like, hey, did you see this shit? Um, good for them. Good for them for staying at home and not giving a fuck. That's did just you like... see that post that Sammy Zayn like, responded to where somebody said some asshole comment about granddad caps? No. Because you know how he wears those stupid like yeah. page boy hats yeah. that I hate? That I'm like, it's okay if he wears them, but everyone else is the dick bag. Yeah, he posted something about that. Twitter, Twitter has been like as disappointing as it's been. It's also been funny. Absolutely. So I guess we get like like half and half. But yeah, we do. We have questions on Facebook. Or we on do on on Facebook. Um, Mike has asked a couple of questions. He says it's hard to come up with non-negative questions, which is fair. I get it. That's just the environment professional wrestling is in right now he asks us and we didn't mention this either where do you where do you want to see tessa blanchard land because tessa the garbage in the garbage (laughs) nailed it um no because tessa was just fired from from impact as she was the champion i don't know if you could really call it being fired because her contract was up for i think it's up um on the 30th so i mean they fired her four days early i guess was it because she wasn't doing something? I was like, yeah, and it took her to do uh, that to fire her, not her being fucking racist. Shoot, uh, yeah. She yeah. was supposed to shoot uh, promos down there in Mexico, and she gave them like the runaround on the promos, and they're like, well, we need you here for taping. They had, she needed to be there like I guess like two weeks ago, and she was like, well, I can't leave Mexico. If I leave Mexico, they won't let me back in across the border. And they were like, you know what, your your excuses sound like bullshit, so we're just gonna terminate, <laughs> terminate, terminate your contract. Yeah, my the, the one thing that we will get like out of the like if like the one positive thing I've seen out of this is just the clips of Bill Carr doing his impression of Tessa Blanchard. Oh, he does the hair flip and the collar pop. Yes, <laughs> it's so funny. Just Amazing. like this man, just do it's so hilarious. If you guys haven't listened to that podcast, it's so funny, but. He, He's the oh, best. I he's don't... also fucking disgusting, but still, like, not like a disgusting person. He's just like he's he's like the Henry Zabrowski. Oh, nice. oh no, for sure he is. It's great. That's, that's the best analogy I've heard. Wow, that's oh, very good. Me right now. So, where do I want to see Tessa Blanchard land? I'm not really sure. Um, I I feel like any company that hires her would be a hypocrite and. I mean, I guess the other thing is, would they really care? Because, like, she is a great wrestler. She is a name. Is she, though? Yeah. She's a name because of her dad, though. Let's yeah. Be, let's be honest. Well, that, and they gave her the world title. Which yes. Per- I will say, though, I did watch her matches with Sammy Callahan, and she was amazing in them, but yes. I feel like a lot of Oh, it my God. Was- Remember Sammy Callahan? No. <laughs> Dude, I well, because I watch Impact, so bless your heart. How is Impact? Is it good? Uh, in the because I started watching maybe the last year, no, two years now, because they signed uh, Ethan Page, who I'm like a huge mark for. Oh yeah, he's good. And I was like, uh, him and Josh Alexander yeah, every dude. segment, they're killing it. The North, right? Yeah, and then, yeah. uh Tan Shamrock's amazing. For I'm like, I'm living in a time loop because I feel like I'm nine again. Because I'm like I'm yeah. a huge Ken Shamrock market. <laughs> I would say honestly, now that they've gotten rid of Elgin too, um, I think 
I might try and start watching it again. I think that would be fun. To yeah, it was was like Elgin. Like he's uh, uh, he's my Brian Cage. I'm like I've seen Elgin wrestle a million times, and also he's a piece of shit. Yeah, I was like fuck him and the shit he tried to pull on Jeff Cobb. Yeah, dude. And, I, and then on I, top of like the sexual allegations, of yeah, course, but, like, I, it's just garbage. What did he try to pull on Jeff Cobb? Do I even want to know? It was um, in Japan, so right? It was yeah, New Japan for World Tag League two, maybe three years ago. I want to say it was three years ago because Kenny was still there. Um, he tried to get uh, Jeff Cobb shit canned and not brought back for the next uh, for the following year. How? Uh, because Jeff Cobb was hanging out with uh, the War Machine. Now, what are they, the Viking Raiders? Is that their name now? Yeah. Or are they call something else, the Viking Experience, my favorite Disney ride now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he was hanging out with them and not Elgin. And Elgin was like, well, I'm the top guy gene here. And everyone's like, well, no, you're not. It's Kenny. He's like, okay, well, me and Kenny are the top guys. <laughs> oh, my God. No one gives a fuck about Michael Elgin. Like, yeah, I was like, Elgin can fuck off. And someone like, I want to see. Yeah, it was during World Tag League. He was wearing a, a tribute gear to the the Can Am connection, and he's like, and someone commented, "Oh, well, that's ironic because he won't get booked in America or Canada." So. <laughs> nailed it. I love it. Nailed it. That uh, so, anytime I, someone shits on Elgin and sticks in my head, I'm like, yes, yeah. <laughs> garbage can. I just need somebody to point me in the direction of a list of like confirmed pieces of shit so far. Well, Elgin for sure was always on the top. Him and Joe Coffee, I can't, I can't stand either one of those. Oh guys. my god! Remember when so they him, pushed Joe Coffee like it was a good thing? Well, they pushed him because he bitched about it. Ugh. He thought he was a bigger draw than Pete Dunn. What a Which fucking is retard! Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. That's that's ridiculous because women love Pete Dunn for some reason. I just remember How finding dare out you. what. How dare you? Oh no, Pete Dunn's. He does great. Um, uh, he, uh, I found out about this whole thing. I just woke up one morning and I looked at Twitter and Mark Andrews was just like absolutely heartbroken. And I went, well, what the fuck is happening? And then that's how I found out about everything. And I went, fuck, you know, here's a good question. Who do you think will like, with time will be able to come back? Oh God. Like for sure. Like scorched earth on like Joey and, uh, David Starr. Which I don't even think we should call them by their for their wrestling names. You call them by their shoot names because they those were criminal. Those were criminal acts, dude. Yeah, straight up. Um, I'm honestly what I think the only person that might be there's the whole riddle thing. Yeah, whatever happened with that? It's still so, like going on. I feel they, with, with so Jamie Senegal. Yeah, uh, no, the Jamie Senegal stuff was like added on top of it, but that sounded consensual. Because, like, Jamie pulled up the receipts of, like, all the text messages between the two. Right. Yeah. And so everyone's kind of throwing that away. It's uh, the girl he was having the affair with. I don't remember who who it was. She's a wrestler. I can't remember. Yeah, she's a wrestler. Um, But so I guess Riddle and his wife had, like, talked to the police before he was signed. And they brought it up to WWE's attention when he was signing. They're like, hey, I have this. I have this thing going on. And, like, they still signed him. But they were desperate What's to sign him. What's going on? Uh, the they accused her of her they accused her of being a stalker. Okay. So they were trying to file like police, like a restraining order against her. That's just 
There's just so many that, things that are going. Like speaking, how do you this whole Marty thing? Because John went off on our group chat on this. Oh yeah, like I don't like. Oh Marty, yeah, Marty's done. He's fucking done. I'm, you know, I am, I am shocked. You Ring of what? Honor Ring is of not Ho- fired Ring, him yet. Ring of Honor's whole team is filled with pieces of shit. So yeah. I won't be surprised if they just keep him off for the rest of the year and then bring him back yeah. and act like nothing happened. Because look who they have running their team. Delirious. Yeah. yeah. No, known piece of shit. Yeah. Um, but I guess where do I see Tessa landing? Probably AEW because her dad's there. Uh, well, I just saw a thing this morning saying that she might sign with WWE. Woo! I thought that they were like not going to sign her because their attitude is shit. That's the reason why they didn't sign her after the May Young Classic, right? Yeah. Uh, that, that's why they. That's why they fired Kimberly. Yeah. So her attitude is shit. She tried to make it look like her body type wasn't right, which is also probably true. But Oof. her attitude is shit. So, so I, I I don't know where Tessa's going to go, but. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, she's I'm just, gonna say in AAA with Daga. Yeah, that's I said that to somebody. I'm like, she'll just fuck off to Mexico and just hang out there. Um, another question Mike asks is, uh, should someone try to start a Chikara promotion, a style promotion when the world is back to normal? So I guess very deep storyline, comic booky stuff. Um, I, who was it? There was a wrestler that said any training, like any people that were training at the Chikara. School it was Matt or... Tremont. Yes. Oh, he's also an amazing person. Matt too, Tremont's amazing. Yes. There's... I think I think those, he threw that best... out there, and I believe yeah. Cheeseburger also threw that out there too. Yeah. There's that, that... Cheeseburger. I'm pretty sure Cheeseburger said something about it too. Yeah. There's just some. There's just like those. There's something about those deathmatch wrestlers that are like. Apparently, they're just like the nicest guys. Like, apparently, like, well, obviously, I know that Matt Tremont's amazing and Joe Gacy is amazing. Yeah, and just like all these, yeah, it's it's just really it's interesting. That it's it's cool too because they're all like kind of coming together and being like, look, we're not all this terrible. Mm-hmm. Which is like I think the same thing that's kind of going on with cops right now, but nobody's really believing them because they all think it's like a, a publicity stunt. Well, but to me, I'm like statistically. <laughs> oh boy. We're not going to get into that. Sorry. <laughs> let's pump. Let's pump the fucking brakes on that. <laughs> oh boy. Not saying what my my Call of Duty clan tag is. Yeah, but... I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I am. And I, uh, I'm right I, there with you. <laughs> and I run around with a police skin on, so it's pretty great. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that. That's so funny. Um, so should a Chikara style promotion be, I think it should, I think it would be fun, but it's, you know, as much as we don't want to give Quackenbush any credit for anything, I mean, Chikara was, Chikara was pretty cool. And it was very family friendly too. Which is even more heartbreaking because we're harboring fucking sexual predators and shit anyway um I, I don't know if it would feel the same i if somebody was as creative as quack was with the storylines yeah i would love to see a new style chikara come I'm, about i'm gonna miss the king of trios tournament yeah i am too a gold mine of ridiculous wrestling oh my god yes those were all always so fun i mean maybe someone will take up the mantle of king of trios um, because I mean, he's not going to have anything left and he won't be able to sue anyone. So, uh. I think that 
if they took if they took a, a re- like a wrestler that's been working there for a really long time, like that really knows everything, like Dasher Hatfield, Poor like guy. he's been there for like, huh? Poor guy, right? Yeah. Um, but like, there's I think that if a team of them that really know how everything was run got together, they would be able to start that up again because they know all that stuff, and it's got such a huge like fan base that I think that a lot of people would support it if they tried to like. You know who might be be really great at doing that? Uh, Danhausen. Oh, because he, he had that he had that mania show that yeah. Was uh, what did he call it? Was it WrestleMania? WrestleMania, yeah, yeah. It was him and Warhorse putting it on. Yeah. Uh, Warhorse is so funny. I think a promotion that could that could do if if they really wanted to. Uh, I think if if GCW started another promotion. Cause they do a they did a lot of the spring breaks and all of this other stuff. Yeah, they they spring break in Bloodsport, which is yeah, always a highlight of Mania weekend, especially because Bloodsport's become its own thing now. Yes, because it they don't just I think it's twice a year now. That yeah, they're, doing, they're yeah. trying to do it, but so I I think like if you had their promotion with in a different I don't know if you had their promotion machine behind a new promotion. That was a Chikara style. I think that would work. I think Beyond would be another good uh, place that that would be good at doing that. And um, I think Freelance might be good too to to do something like an offshoot promotion where it's more cartoony. I think would be would be well, but I don't know. It's just kind of hard because Chikara had such a deep storytelling history that I don't really know if it would if it would feel like Chikara until like year three or four, and that's putting some work in for sure. Um, yeah. What is your dream Nick Gage match? Oh my God, that question. What is my dream Nick Gage match? There's only one obvious answer. Nick Gage versus Nick Gage? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Nick Gage versus Nick Cage in a steel cage? Oh my goodness. Or one of them is red and one of them is blue, like Street Fighter. Yes. No. What's the What's the answer? Oh, Minoru Suzuki. Oh my God, that is that's a great one. That one I would love to see. It would either it have to be him or Ishii. Him or Ishii. I will say, I'm I'm a little upset. I mean, besides Will Osprey being shitty as well, I think Osprey and Nick Gage would have been interesting uh, because they both kind of agreed to do the match. Um, I think that would still be fun. I think I think Nick Gage versus Minoru Suzuki would be insane. Um, I think Nick Gage versus any of the wrestlers that were accused of shit. <laughs> oh, but you, you just let him shoot, beat the shit out of him. Oh, oh my god! That's like, a instead, good like they're just sentenced to that. Yeah, that would be so funny, and they all get like the David Arquette treatment. Oh God. He was trying to save David Arquette's life, and David Arquette thought he was shooting on him, and then he's like, well, now I am shooting on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was... I I can't believe I, I saw that live. I showed that match to my sister, who doesn't watch wrestling at all. Yeah. But she's into, like, celebrity gossip, and she's like, why would he do this? I'm like... Because he, he loves <laughs> professional wrestling. Can you see me in that video with my hamburger hat? Yes. <laughs> I have to buy that show just so I can see. I like, I like point. I'm like, that's my friend. <laughs> I have to watch that because 
it's such a blur to me that entire night because I think I think Marco got hurt that night. Um, yeah, that's when he broke his leg, right? Yeah, and then I think somebody else got hurt that night too. That wasn't David Arquette. I feel like there was somebody else, but well, David Arquette is w- bled everywhere. So yeah, he obviously got hurt. But you know who I want to see versus Minoru Suzuki? David Arquette. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. I, I I like David Arquette's ring work is pretty good for a man. What he's who is just 50s, a twelve-year-old right? in like a fifty-year-old man's body? He's yeah, just like man. super excited to be there. I remember going to a, a bar in LA and he was there and he had like marionettes with him. And I was like, this is fucking bizarre. Yeah. Why? He's just anybody who hangs out with RJ city on a regular basis like that just has to be a funny person. Yeah. Like there's no way. I was just like, this guy, I get it. Like I get the eccentric, like the need to be eccentric. But I'm like, what's what? like, I was like, what's with the marionettes? Is he hiding drugs in the marionettes? That's what Do I was you thinking. Know- I've thought of my a dream match. I want to see Nick Gage versus Speedball Mike Bailey. That'd be pretty great. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Poor Mike. How, also, do you I know be- how long he's not allowed into the country? So? I, I think it's a year. It's got to be a, a year or two years because just please, please let him back in the country. This man needs know, to be a star. I follow, I follow Veda Scott on Twitter, and she's always talking about how she can't. You just made the list. Oh, who's, whose list is that? Mine. <laughs> Yes, uh, but yeah, she's always so sad because she can't see him all the time, and I'm like, this is the worst thing ever. She she's someone who I feel like doesn't get enough exposure. Uh, yeah, she's she, so funny. She needs to be a play by play anywhere. Honestly, yes. Like uh, I loved her when she was play by play for the Women of Honor. Yes, back when Ring of Honor was very watchable and not what it is now. Right. I mean, she was also watchable. she would also do commentary all the time for Beyond uh, back in the day, and I loved that. That was so fun. She's great on commentary. That she should be doing it somewhere for sure, in my opinion. If Tony Khan is listening, yeah, should, Tony uh... Khan, get your shit together. Also, like, how in the? F- how, I mean, I think is she? She's not signed to ROH, right? No, she's not signed anywhere. No, she, no she's not. How in the fuck is she not? In AEW, she like, is like I, my way. Is why the fuck is Leva Bates yes, still in AEW? I was going to say she's way better than Leva Le- Everyone, Leva Bates. I'm better than Leva Bates. Me too. God damn, she's fucking awful, and somebody needs to just say it. Nobody's saying it but me. Remember when she got drunk at NXT and was like, "I'm famous," and then they fired her. She did that. Oh, I need to ask Simon about that. That's basically what happened. Yeah. She she is just. She was super over too. Yeah. Why? She's awful. I don't know. I just remember Corey Graves screaming, Why, Blue Pants? You're ruining everything during an NXT match. And she did. She fully did. She's just awful. I and I've said this, I've said this a million times. I wish she was as good at wrestling as she is at cosplay. And she's not even really all that great at cosplay. Man, shoot, shoot year in full effect. My God. All right. We got Just we gotta because I'm a woman does not mean I can just support women blindly. My God. Also fair. Um, <laughs> we got to get out of here. It's, it's, this is too long. This I is, need Taco Bell, you guys. This is too long. I have to I have to do other things. All right. <laughs> so this has been right. fun. Uh, Jaren, where can the people find you on the uh, the socials? On the socials, you can find me at uh, SadBoyGothfar on Instagram. And I... <laughs> I forget what my my at on Twitter is. It's like is. something a cult status or something, right? Me, I, th- I think so, but I, 
You can also find me under Bustinette Douglas. Yes. Named it, after the greatest boxer ever, Buster Douglas. It's a cult X status. There we go. I that feel like is. Sad Boy Gothfart's the best. Bury me, bury me in my Steve Blackman shirt. Hallelujah. There you go. Nick Gage versus Steve Blackman. Let's do it. No, man. Steve Blackman's a super crazy right winger now. Oh, no. I can't support him anymore. This is why nobody can support Necro Butcher either. Oh, God. Because he's the same, but he's also legitimately dying, so... Well, on that note... (laughs) (laughs) You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, at Tornado Tag Radio. Do you want to get to plug myself? (laughs) Do you want to? I don't give a shit. People know where to find me. Oh, my God. Follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. Follow Marianne on Twitter at Sailor Moonsaults. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. NOTLG.spreadshirt.com. Patreon.com slash NOTLG. But since everyone can't wear a fucking mask, looks like we're going to stop working again. Uh, support your friends who are artists because y'all can't wear masks because you're dumbasses. Please wear a mask for the love of God. Just do it. I've said this instead of just like vocally supporting these women and these victims and stuff, buy their merch. Support the causes that they're passionate about. You can't just be like, I'm sorry this happened to you. Yeah, that's nice that you're sorry, but you should actually support them and make them feel better. There you go. Because half of them, it's like they can't wrestle right now, and how are they supposed to make a living? A lot of them, that's like their income. Yeah. So fucking do that. Don't be, don't be shitty just voices. I don't know where I was going with that. That's fine. Uh, I think the point was made. Uh, (laughs) Jared, thank you for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Uh, Thank you for having me. You are welcome. And Marianne, there's only one thing left to do. So if you will. I'm going to pass this off to Jaren. Jaren, if you will. Oh, ring the bell. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.